This is 680 CJOB. Not a bad day out temperature-wise, but I hope the snow passes us by. Kevin Bergen here, and thanks for tuning into the main ingredient. My guest today, a few years ago, was tired, depressed, and unmotivated, and weighed 280 pounds. In 2012, she decided to take control of her life and started a journey to health and happiness. She is now a personal trainer and health and wellness coach and documents her experiences on Instagram and Facebook as the Naked Health Journey. Desiree Hunt, you're very open on social media. I am. Have you always been open like that, period, life-wise? I am pretty, I'm, yeah, I'm an open person. I'm an open book. Maybe not quite this open, yeah. but yes, I'm, I, I don't have much of a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever. Life is, life is life. Yeah. Okay, so let's start about, uh, let's talk about the weight loss. Okay. Like what, what inspired that? The, so it was 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, I was living in Ontario mm-hmm. and I used to come home every year for Christmas. Yeah. And home is here or home is there? Home, so home is Winnipeg, born and raised in Winnipeg, yeah. uh, moved away when I was 20 mm-hmm. and lived in Ontario for a good, what, 12, 13 years. Mm-hmm. So while I was living in Ontario, we used to come home every Christmas, whatever. Um, and one year, it was, so it was t- 2011, mm-hmm. December, got on the plane and um, I was almost pretty much at the last point of the seatbelt, like you know when you heather the sliding. Right. So we're belt. talking. It's 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 sliding right to the very end. Yes, it was. I was literally at my. I couldn't go any farther on the mm-hmm. on the buckle, and I was getting to the point where I was probably going to need two seats. I was pushing two hundred and seventy five pounds mm-hmm. at that time. Um, How tall I, are you? Huh? How tall are you? <laughs> I'm five, like five two. Yeah, you're tiny. Yeah, I so that frame, right? Like, yeah. there's you know, people can be six foot something in two hundred and seventy five right, pounds, and right, no high, problem, right? Because right, it kind of stretches it out. Exactly. You're five two. Yeah, I'm five two. I'm five nothing. Like, yeah. if I, I might not even actually be five two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five two and a half, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> five one and a quarter. <laughs> We're gonna round it up to the highest. <laughs> okay, give me that extra half an inch. You gotta take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was. That that was, I mean, th- I knew at that point when I was 275 pounds, I was not happy already, but getting on that plane, at that point, I had a four-year-old and a two-year-old, mm-hmm. and that was depressing. That was that was huge for me, and I flew home, so we flew home. Hang on, which part of it was depressing? The, well, that was a big realization that I was going to end up needing two seats on an airplane mm-hmm. and that the belt buckle was on its last leg right. and that I wouldn't be able to fit it. Right. Obviously, you, you had probably thought about your weight before, but that was just kind of the, the thing. That, that was one really of my good. biggest things that I can look if – if people say to me right now, what's the biggest thing? What's the, what was the biggest eye-opening moment right. for you? That yep. was one of the biggest eye-opening moments. Yeah, I guess it would be. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That and then so when we came home, we um, – my dad bought us Toronto Maple Leafs versus Jets tickets for mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I went to it, and I ended up, we're sitting in a restaurant that was right across from the um, arena, mm-hmm. and I saw a table full of people that I was in high school with, and I, I turned around and moved tables so that I wouldn't end up having to see them. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, that that bites. Yeah, that was, that was, I didn't want them to see me. Mm -hmm. I, I was never, I'm I'm smaller right now. I'm more, I'm not going to say smaller. I'm in shape right now. Mm -hmm. As opposed to in high school, I was, I was always thicker, like not, not a super tiny 
person. Right, but you weren't as big as, as the point no. when, you, when, when you thought they would see you. No, no. that Like, I was a bigger, heavier set in high school, but never obese. Right. You know, never over 150 pounds right. type thing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I realized at that point again, it was like, oh, my gosh. I'm literally coming home and hiding from people. I didn't want to see my friends mm-hmm. when I came home. Mm-hmm. I would see my immediate family. I would see who I had to see, and that was it. That's a terrible way to feel. Especially coming home. Yeah. Like you, you come home to see your friends and yeah. family. So you're only seeing the people that you know of, you know, know what you look like now, but hiding yeah. from everybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, that that right there was depressing. For sure. In itself. Mm-hmm. Like, and it kind of like that, it got worse every year, right? Like, so I, I had my first child in 2006 and that's kind of when the weight gain started mm-hmm. after him. Mm-hmm. So, and then that 2011, that Christmas was... That was just kind of like, okay, I've been doing this for what, five years now. Mm-hmm. It's like I gained a little bit more every year. And then it was finally like, okay, now I'm actually avoiding everybody. And I kind of thought, I, I knew at that point that something had to change. Okay, so how do you start that change? Okay, so up until this point, like I said, that, that gradual weight gain over the five years of going from about, say, 150, 160 to 275, I obviously there is two children in there, mm-hmm. so with pregnancy comes a bunch of weight gain. Right, um, and then I I did try in those five years when I was when I would go up with a kid, and then I lost a little bit after my first son, but then I went back up again. I kind of was at that mindset like I don't need to lose weight. I'm a mom. Moms are allowed to be overweight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why? I know that I was going to have another kid after my first. Mm-hmm. Why? Why to try? Why try to lose that hundred pounds that I get? Right, it's just going to come back. I'm it's doing just, it again. Yeah, anyway. exactly. And that is a very, very poor mindset to have. Well, you can say that literally about everything. Like, why make that bed? It's just going to get messy again. You well, know, yeah, right. It, I fill that tank up. It's just going to go empty again. Exactly. Just, so the, what? Why clean that toilet? Right. It's going to get messy. So right. you're never going <laughs> to clean it, right? right? Well, that's just disgusting. Right. And that's the way I was in life with weight. I was like, I'm going to have another kid. Oh, I'm a mom. I'm allowed to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did, but I did try. I tried many times in those five years. And I tried every program, every pill, every crash diet, every wrap, every cream. I spent, I don't don't even want to know what I spent. Money-wise, time-wise. Okay, as you say that, the part that kind of annoys me about that is that all the false promises and ridiculous products that some companies prey on people gimmicks all the gimmicks it just you know what i mean they, yeah. they, they they know it doesn't work but there's a certain point where when you're in a different state you think nobody does that i'd never do that but then when you get to the point where you're kind of desperate you'll try anything you will and the thing and is they know that you well, know what i mean they attach these pictures yeah pictures like pictures that i have now mm-hmm. get stolen from people like me who have done it the right way mm-hmm. they use these pictures and you see this dramatic before and after mm-hmm. right you see these dramatic headlines of crash diet uh 20 pounds in five days or whatever right, right. Gone, and it's garbage. when you're desperate though at that point you're so right. desperate and that's where and i was right. i yeah i wanted in 10 days to lose 20 pounds mm-hmm. that's all i could think of in that point was what how, can i wake up tomorrow 10 pounds lighter right so i did i tried everything i spent all the money that i could um and it always failed there's times yes where i did like a silly cabbage soup diet or something like that (laughs) and i mean a week of soup well of course you're gonna lose you're not eating anything (laughs) yeah you're gonna lose 10 pounds of water weight that's pretty much all you're losing and you feel like hell yeah and then you 
you get back to the way you were doing before and it comes back twice as much tenfold right mm-hmm. like you would lose 10 pounds probably gain 20 right and when you just go right back to it. back in the yeah mm-hmm. it's just like a boomerang right? and your body is starving at that point mm-hmm. and so you just crash after that 10-day diet and you just you're just you go back at it full force desiree hunt from the naked health journey on instagram and facebook is talking about her journey to health and happiness which will continue after a break here on the main ingredient Desiree Hunt from The Naked Health Journey on Instagram and Facebook is here on The Main Ingredient to share her story on how she lost over 150 pounds the healthy way. What kind of other diets did you try before you got it right? I did all those different pills, wraps, cleanses, everything that I could do, programs, and it never worked. And so I think at one point, after after that Christmas that I came back, I realized, okay, I need to actually look how to do this the right way. Mm-hmm. What is What is the right way, right? Like, I didn't know. Um, I couldn't afford a personal trainer. We lived in a very small town, so there was a gym, but I wasn't comfortable for the gym at that point. For sure. That's a big step too, because now you got to go in and everybody's going to see you and you don't know how to do things. It's super unfamiliar. There's other people that are heroes and very intimidating. It is. Right? It was. It was. So I just, I didn't do the gym. I had a small little gym in my basement. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an elliptical. I had a uh, a Bowflex, yeah. And then some just free weights, some like, you know, bands and stuff. And I... Looked, I started researching online the right way to lose weight. Um, I came across a girl named Tosca Reno. She does clean eating approach. So she's based out of Toronto. Her, um, she does, it's just 100% clean eating. Okay, define clean eating. Clean eating is um, natural whole foods. Not processed foods. Not, Unprocessed. not, not something that has all these words that you don't even can't exactly. pronounce. Pretty much Talking the, it is the, what it is. Yeah, I'm eating yeah. an apple, it's an apple. Yeah, but exactly. Like, the food is the food. Exactly. Okay. Right? And um, clean eating and also the right amounts. So I would say a little bit of macro counting, mm-hmm. right? So you've got your macronutrients and your micronutrients. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you've got protein, carbs, fats, and then you've got all your vitamins and minerals. Right. So I, when you look at a clean eating approach, on top of a macro approach, um, I'm going to eat things like sweet potatoes, whole oats, um, you know, nuts, seeds, but I'm not going to eat a peanut butter that's loaded with shortening and sugar. I'm mm-hmm. going to get the natural peanut butter mm-hmm. that's got literally just peanuts. It's almost like going back to the point where the technology to create the processed foods didn't exist. Exactly. And what you would eat if you didn't have, you know, all these things to make it, what would you eat then? Exactly. So it's, it's exactly it's, that, right? It is. It is, for sure. Sweet potatoes, oats, um, natural nut butters, eggs. Like, I didn't I didn't go completely vegan, not dairy-free, not not even... Uh, everyone always... Uh, carb-free, right? Like, these carb-free diets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to me, carbs are what gave me energy to work out. Right. So it was just the kind of carbs. Am I going to go eat, you know, uh, an extra-large fry? No, I'm going to get... cooked in... Oil that's yeah. been used for a dozen times for exactly, a dozen things. Right? That's the garbage. Right no, there. I'm going to go eat oats, right. something like oats or sweet potatoes mm-hmm. or fruit, right? There's tons of carbs. There's fruits and there's there's carbs and vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's where you're getting them. So yeah, right. that's a clean eating is a whole food diet. That's pretty much what I would say. How did you make the change? Like, of course, you're used to eating one way. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you know, I'm going to eat clean. How clean was clean within the first two weeks? Did you kind of gradually do it or just say, you know what? 
I'm going to hardline this, and this is the way I'm going to eat. I did. I jumped right into it. Um, I wouldn't say that you I... You bought in. You drank the Kool-Aid, and then this is what I'm doing. That's yeah, it. Yeah, this is it. This is How all was in. It? How it was, was it? It was hard. For sure. It was very hard. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't... Like, easy to physically do, hard to to, to buy in and Yeah, do. mentally. Mentally, right? Right? Well, yeah, it's because sugar's an addiction. Um, fast food is an addiction. I, would, I, I love fast food, man. I love I, burgers. I know. It's It's... It was terrorizing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, th- it, you almost feel like because you know you can't eat it, you want it even more. Right. Right? Big time. Dude. I you want that. what you can't have. Right. right. <laughs> it's true. Yep. It was brutal. Um, but Especially with kids. Yes. Because you've trained the kids to eat a certain way. Now you're going to change it, and now you got to change the kids, and they've got to buy into it. They and actually that have was to. not happening. No. No. I mean, I did. I have to say that, for the most part, I had to, I had to be willing to... To, it's not like I, I don't want to feed my kids junk food. I mean, I did. I've tried to make changes with them too, mm-hmm. but there you've got the you've got a a two and a four year old mm-hmm. that have been living on McDonald's and you know Skittles their mm-hmm. whole life yeah. because yeah. that's the way we ate. Mm-hmm. Well, just maybe a gra- more gradual. Change it was gradual for them, for them. And, and less of a yes. hardcore. One. For me, it was hardcore. Right. I was ready. That was I I I needed this. Mm-hmm. That visit home was my last straw. I did what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I took the clean eating approach. I started watching some TV shows about some people that were, um, what's it called? Extreme Weight Loss um, Makeover Home Edition. So it's Heidi and Chris Powell. Mm-hmm. They're a powerhouse couple in um, the US. Mm-hmm. And they literally take people that are overweight, transform them, make them lose weight, like they get all healthy and whatever. And mm-hmm. that to me was a huge inspiration. Mm-hmm. I would watch episodes. I would sit on the elliptical mm-hmm. for 45 minutes and watch an episode yeah, I used to watch that show. Yeah. It's super interesting. Right. You'd see the person, well, they would stay with them for months. Yes. They right? like lived with them. Right. It was bizarre. Yes. And then you see them at the end and they have the big thing where they meet their friends and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, I would literally be on the elliptical crying at the end of the show. Yep. And then that to me was. Is this water from tears <laughs> or am I sweating? I have no idea. <laughs> it was a huge inspiration though, right? <laughs> and like, that's what you need, right? I you kept keep watching going. that saying, holy, if they can do that, why can't I? I can do that. Okay, so at what point, I'm curious to know, okay, so at what point did you see some, like, serious weight loss? Honestly, it was about six weeks in. Okay, so when you started, you were how much? When I So I started... Started asking numbers. Yeah, no, that's fine. It was January, so it was January 15th that I started, because like I said, I came... 2011? No, it was 2011 when I went home in December. I came home at the beginning of January 2012. Mm Mm-hmm. I took a couple weeks and realized that this is what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. It was January 15th, 2012 that I started. On that day, I was 275 pounds. Okay. And you said six weeks is when you really realized, hi, hey, I've lost some weight here. Yeah. And, and you were what? What was the weight loss? All of a sudden, you lost how much? In the first six weeks, about 30 pounds. Wow. Yeah. It was coming off fast. Yep. But you have to remember, those... That that that's if you're gonna go in whole, all like hardcore, you will lose quite a bit in the first couple months. Right. The the, the first part is is easier to lose because that's yes. almost weight that should never have been there in the first no, place. No, no, right? exactly. So Toxins coming right. out of your stomach, the you know water weight. There yeah. was that was I wouldn't say it was a, even a huge fat loss mm-hmm. at that point. I mm-hmm. thought it was fat loss because I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie that in the beginning this. For me, at that point, it was all about a number, right? I wanted to lose as much as I could as fast as I could. Of course. Even though I was doing, I, even though I had decided I wanted to do it the right way, I still had the mindset that I was in it for the number. That's how everybody starts off. You can sit there and say that, but yeah. I wasn't know, you know. doing it 
at that point because I wanted to be healthy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, and I'm very open about this on my blog. Yeah. My, I went into it because I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel sexy. I wanted to... The same things everybody wants. Yes. I right? wanted to be that perfect little picturesque model, right? Like, yeah. that's what I wanted. That's yeah. all I thought. I was, I need to look good and not even, I guess, feel good. But I think at that point, I was more in it to feel good. By looking good. By looking good, yes. Right. I wasn't thinking like, hey, is this going to help anything that I've got wrong with me? Right, like physically, any ailment. Yeah, or, yeah I wasn't that, even thinking about that. Right. Because I never, up until that point, I never associated anything that was, any ailments that I had in my life, I never thought it was because of my... Really? No, I was pretty naive. Mm -hmm. I was wearing $400 orthotics in my shoes because I had plantar fasciitis. I thought that that was just a family thing, family trait, right? I yeah. had bad knees, family trait, no big deal. I had chronic um, UTIs. I thought that that was just my downfall. Like people have, you know, some people have heart problems. Some people have neck problems, whatever. I just thought that these were my family history. Well, I can tell you right now that I'm not wearing orthotics. I don't have bladder infections and my knees are pretty good. After the news, weather and sports, we are going to continue our conversation with Desiree Hunt from the Naked Health Journey here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. Desiree Hunt from the Naked Health Journey on Instagram and Facebook is my guest today here on The Main Ingredient. She is sharing her journey to health and wellness, which led to a weight loss of over 150 pounds. Desiree, what was your motivation when you first started? At that point, it was all about the number. Right. Let's let's get skinny and who cares, right? right. And but at least, it was all about the number, but at least you were still doing it the right way. Yes. So you were in it for the wrong reason, yeah. but you weren't damaging yourself by doing things Exactly, exactly. Right. And compared to the previous years where I was doing it the wrong way right, for the right. wrong reasons. Right. Yeah. So 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 at least you're you're getting healthier, and you don't even know it. No, exactly. Right. I I was just it was all about what I just wanted to look right. like at that point, and that the as I continued and didn't give up is when you know I started realizing how many people I was inspiring and reaching, and then friends and family were like okay hang on hang okay on. at what point did you decide to be open about it because of course now you're on this journey yeah right now i'm, I'm not gonna announce to everybody the last thing i want to do if, if i'm deciding to do something is at the beginning announce i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna weigh this amount you're gonna you know i'm gonna do this on the sneak and just yeah. see what happens now I'm, i start to succeed so how much success did you experience before you you decided to share what you're doing with people? i was about six months in mm -hmm. when i realized that this this was the real deal for me. I was six months in. At like that, I'm doing this. I, I'm, I'm, this yeah, is a lifestyle for me. Yeah. I, I'm not stopping this. Oh, I had lost more than 60 pounds at that point. Mm -hmm. And I was, I knew that I was on my way to losing a hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. There was nothing, at that point I knew there was nothing stopping me. And people must have brought up to you, hey, you've lost some weight. Well, yeah, everywhere I went, right? Because I was doing photography when, mm -hmm. in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And that's I would That's addictive have, too, right? Here and that. Yeah. That's going to motivate you. Oh, for sure. Like I would see my, my clients that I haven't seen in a session in five months and they're like, oh, they don't even recognize me anymore, right? So everyone around me, my family, my friends, my my clients were all like, well, what are you, well, oh my gosh, what are you doing? What are you doing? You, you need to start sharing. And I felt like I was having too many personal conversations with people. It was taking too much time. Mm -hmm. So my dad at that point had said, you need to make something out of this. You need to start a Facebook page, make a blog 
And so that's what I did. Your dad said that? My dad. Really? Yeah. My wow. dad's amazing. Yeah. I would never, I would never, number one is I never think that'd come from yeah, a, a dad to share that much about yourself. You yeah. know, obviously it's going to be an older generation to yeah. think to, hey, you know what, share it online. He, he, my dad saw so much more out of this than just a weight loss. He saw a career, a future, something. He's like, there's just some, there's something to this. So oh, my, that's pretty cool. Yeah. My dad started on his own journey too. Did he really? Yeah. I inspired him and he started. And then he actually, when, when he said, you need to open up this Facebook page, mm-hmm. I was like, well, what do I, what do I call myself? Like what, what I, it's a business, right? I'm not mm-hmm. just going to say Desiree hunts weight loss. Right. Yep. <laughs> like, what do I say? Right. So he came up with the name too. The <laughs> Naked Health. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I was going to ask you that too. Like, how did you come I didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like Naked Health, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like what an awkward name. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, um, there's, there's, there's meaning behind that. So as my dad and I were sitting they're talking, you know, he's in Winnipeg, I'm in Ontario, and we st- we're talking about this name. Yeah, and, and I, I don't find it that awkward. I just find it to be, like, almost as open as you are. It's literally yeah. like I'm like I'm naked, and I'm, 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 just, I'm showing you everything. Yeah. And I'm telling you everything. And that is... And ask me, I'll tell you. Yeah, and that's my dad's point. I said, because he's like, naked health journey. And I was like, why naked health, right? right. And he said, well, naked health journey. So it is you... Not not you naked, but it's it's your naked as in like the way you went about this health journey. You did it in the most natural, raw form possible. Right. When it's you first went, the word naked makes it seem like, oh, it's naked health journey. It's yeah. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> right. And after you explain it like that. And yeah. When you see all the stuff that you post and you, you get it. Yeah. You know For sure. It's, it's health in its naked form. Right. Is what it is. Bingo. I didn't do it the pill and wrap way i did it the the real way right yeah so that's how that name came up and so i started this facebook page Mm -hmm. and it just kind of grew from there and then i realized i couldn't give up at that point i I had i can't tap out now there's all these people following yeah there's all these people how how many times okay so when did i'm assuming on facebook people must have reached out to you all the time yes and what was that like it, well, and that's that's why I started the page because it was getting to be too much to me. It was easier for me to explain on one platform. This is exactly what I'm doing. Here's my recipes. Here's my what I'm eating in a day. Here's what my workout. But, but you're you're putting it out there. People must have questions still. Like. Oh yeah, they they were you know they would private message me. They would comment on my pictures and stuff, and I answer as much as I can. Yep. I would try to say, hey, read this, or you know, kind of like point them. Back to a previous post, right? Because that would be that'd be a lot to. It's time consuming for sure. It is right. For Even sure. updating your stuff is time consuming. Yeah, over responding to people's questions. Oh, for sure. It can. Right. It's very overwhelming at times. But you have to just kind of pick and choose, right? right? Right. You notice the same if people are answering this or asking the same questions over and over. You kind of point them back to where you might have answered something. Right. Or I've got a couple articles out, and I'll kind of like send them a link of mm-hmm. a really good article that's detailed. Um, so I was speaking of that, this is going to be probably one of my biggest in depth. Like, I know that I can use this show Mm -hmm. to tell people like, Hey, (laughs) go listen to that. That's Mm going to be it. Like this, this is going to explain it all. But, um, so he, yeah, we, we, I started that page and then it was about, I would say a year and a half in is when the show reached out to me or Marilyn Dennis and I did the makeover. Yep. And then it was right after that that I realized I needed to move over to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's... Hang on, hang on. So okay. let's, let's explain the makeover. Okay. You went on that show. So what did that involve? The Marilyn Dennis yes. makeover? Yes, yes. So I went down to... They came to... Um, it's a big deal. I think it's a big oh, deal, right? it was huge. For sure. It was 
it was, so I don't, don't want to brush it over in like 30 seconds. Yeah. So I want to I want to explain what exactly what it was. So they wanted to do a makeover on a massive weight loss person. Mm-hmm. They loved at that point that I had lost just over 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, they came down to Paisley, Ontario, where I lived at the time. They filmed for a day my photography business, me, you know, kind of my kids sitting on the couch watching TV while I was working out on the elliptical behind, kind of showing like, hey, I'm a mom. Like, you can still do this. That must have been strange. Okay, get on the elliptical. Okay, go. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can just sit there, kid. Don't worry about it, right? (laughs) Everything was very staged. (laughs) But it was awesome. They came to my little gym in town because at that point, about a, I'd say about eight months into my weight loss, I did join the little gym in town. So up to that point, you were just... Doing the, the exercise at home. From home. See? Yes. Which all is home. awesome too, right? Yep. You know what I mean? Sometimes people think you need all this equipment. You need to do all this stuff. Absolutely not. You actually don't. No. You, you know? I love that. Anyway, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. No, that's fine. That's that, And that's something that I specialize now. Mm-hmm. And I love teaching people that you like can- Like going to their house? Yes. And let them, and we're, we'll work out with what you got. Yeah. Whatever exactly. little you got, we your can work out Your kids there, with. that's fine. You're in your office basement at lunch hour. Yeah, don't worry about I'll it. show you what to do. Gotcha. That's That's my style, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a- It's functional exercise. Yes, exactly. Right? That's functional fitness. Is. Yep. For sure. But yeah, so I went on the show. They filmed at home. They just filmed me and my life and what I did and how I did it, how I cooked, me and my kids. And then I went down to Toronto for three days, got my hair done. We went shopping. We went on this like $2,000 shopping spree they took me on. <laughs> and yeah, I got my hair, makeup, nails, everything done. Okay. So remember before we had a conversation or a little bit a little bit ago yeah. where you were saying you lost the weight but you're still dressing the way that you yes. were before the weight and was that the thing that changed like kind of moved you in the direction of kind of the completing the package yeah i think so like the I, mean? I can't wear the old i can't wear the old style I'm, no I'm, I'm not even the same person no and that's where that's where being on the maryland dennis show yeah that was a huge eye-opening moment for me too right they they when they came to my house they were like girl look what you're doing you're you're dressing in clothes that are Five sizes too big. You're always wearing baggy stuff. You don't know how to dress for your new body. Well, you don't know how. No. You know well, what I mean? You, you, you had learned all this stuff about getting physically in shape, but then there's another element to it that you never even thought about. Absolutely. No one is more straight up than Desiree, my friends. So she is going to continue to talk about her road to health and happiness, which you can also find on the Naked Health Journey on Instagram and Facebook after we take a break. Naked Health Journey is the name of her Instagram and Facebook accounts, and she uses her social media to tell her story of her road to wellness after losing over 150 pounds and is now a personal trainer and health and wellness coach. Desiree Hunt, before the break, you were sharing your wardrobe choices before the big weight loss. When you're 275 pounds and five foot nothing, you wear the baggiest possible clothing. For sure. Because you think you're hiding it. Right. Even though you shouldn't. Because even if you are overweight, wearing bigger clothes actually just makes it worse. Right. Right. But so, yeah, I was in that mindset and they they were like, you know what? We're going to take you. We're going to give you this whole new transformation. Your was that hard? Get- was that hard to get in something and realize, well, I can't, I can't wear this? Well, honestly, the, the outfit that I'm wearing today is something similar that they put me in on the show. Yep. And yeah, like that many years, no, I would have never walked around in a, in a tight T-shirt with high-rise pants and a blazer. Mm -hmm. That is nothing that I would have done, ever. Mm -hmm. It would have been joggers and a (laughs) t-shirt. 
like from the man section, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a NASCAR shirt or something, right? Like high collared, yeah. loose everything. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. And I mean, and I was dressing like that when I was going and doing my photo sessions yeah. with clients. Wow, crazy, hey? Because I just, I didn't, I didn't know, right? Like it was just so stuck. Yeah. So yeah, they took me on. It was a live show. I came out of a giant box that had my picture on it. And I was dressed in this new hot pink blazer with, I think that's the first time I'd ever worn skinny jeans in my life. What'd you think? You put this stuff on, you look, what'd you think? Honestly, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. It? it took you some time. Think, you, didn't, you didn't think, hey, you know what? This is good. Yes, I, I did. I, th- I thought it was amazing. It was great, but it was also, it was hard. What part of it was hard? Because that was not me. Okay, so they have the big picture. They have the big boxing blown up of you of old you. Yeah. Here you are in your new outfit. Yeah. Didn't you think, okay, well, that's not me. The person on the box is not me. This is more like, yeah. you know, like, this is me now. What is it? It's called like body dysmorphia, though, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're overweight, you see yourself at 275 pounds for so long, even though you've lost over 100 pounds, when you're not walking by a mirror every day, you can still in your head think that you're a bigger person. Right, yeah. And I think that... I did have that a little bit. It's almost like you're driving this jalopy of a car for so long, and then you get in a nice car and you forget that you're driving. You're sitting nice in car. the interior. Yeah, you're, you're not you're looking, looking at the outside, right? Yeah, yeah you're, 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 you're inside looking out. Yes, exactly. You're inside looking out, and that's where I was at that going from 275 to I think at that point, say I was about 160. I think about mm-hmm. 150 when I went on the show. Yep. I still was just stuck. I was still stuck, and I, you know what? I can you can look back on my Instagram and see that I've got. 10 one minute clips from the show mm-hmm. and there was a point where they've got me in my living room and I'm sitting down on my couch and I'm telling them about my story and I told them I'm stuck I'm just stuck and I got tears in my eyes and I start crying I had all of Canada crying <laughs> like it was emotional because I was 100%. I was stuck in that old me you feel that way sometimes now yes I still do I'm not less often lie. though you know, way less often or there's sometimes where you're just like man I've grown so much since then, because mm-hmm. that was about 2014. But yeah, no, I not that long ago. Right? No, really, it was around the corner, five, man. four or five years ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I that was that was that was that was just all that was was another step in my journey. That was just another push forward. There's been many push forwards since then. Right. Many, many, so many. What's the latest? What's the latest milestone in your mind? Where I was, where you thought, man, that just I leveled up there. You know, I'm playing Donkey Kong and I just got to a new level. What's your Donkey Kong level life? Right now? Yes. Um, I don't, I don't know. Because obviously not, they're not going to be as gigantic now. You know yeah, what I mean? they're as you, not. You know, as you work out, you see changes in your body a lot smaller than when you first started. Well, right? I think for me right now is just like I've been, I've moved. So I moved back to um, Winnipeg mm-hmm. in 2017 and obviously I didn't have as big of a, audience in Winnipeg, right? Mm -hmm. And I think now in the last four months, I've realized when I'm out and about in Winnipeg, I'm being recognized a lot more. Like I was just on another radio station. I, I'm... How dare you? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I gotta get my word out there. (laughs) But I feel like I've had a lot of people reaching out to me in Winnipeg. And I feel like now I'm finally, like I'm established here and I'm I just, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I've, my story means more to more people right now than it ever has. Winnipeg's different. As yeah. in, um, when people 
it's easier to connect. I find here, yeah. People actually, you can reach people physically, yeah. yeah. You know, faster. Yeah. And if someone likes you, then they have two or three friends, and next thing you yeah. know, everybody kind of. Whereas when I was in Toronto, it was more like I was reaching most people from the states, right. like or the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if I look at my following on Instagram. I have Winnipeg's my highest following. Right. Yeah. Which is how it should be, right? Well, right. And that when I was on the Marilyn Dennis show is when I started my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I gained a whole ton of followers from that, right? That was kind of where Instagram started. Which is great, yeah. Yeah. And then just every time I share another picture, another big transformation company would share me. And then I would get a thousand new followers mm-hmm. or, you know, like Pop Sugar Fitness. They put me out and I got like, I think like 10,000 followers from them. Mm-hmm. Reader's Digest did an article on me and I got a few thousand followers from that. Wow. Yeah. So that, um, and then... I've also had some skin removal surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a couple years after. That was probably about 2015, 2016. Um, I had a full tummy tuck. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess you'd, you'd have to, right? Well, yeah. Like, there's, I could still get more surgery. Like, mm-hmm. that. that's the never-ending thing with weight loss. It's mm-hmm. not this cutthroat, like, hey, I'm going to go lose 150 pounds, and I'm going to walk in, walk away looking like a, you know, 22-year-old model. Mm-hmm. That does not happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like we were talking before about how it was all about the number in the beginning. Along this journey, I've realized that my body is never going to be perfect. I'm never going to look like the girl that started off at 125 pounds. It's not going to happen. Nobody, well, you know, I, very few people in this world think that their body's perfect no matter oh, how perfect sure. it is. Oh, for sure. Do you know what I mean? No, I know. But I have a lot, I have an excessive amount of stretch marks and loose skin mm-hmm. and cellulite. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that is some of the repercussions of being 275 pounds and mm-hmm. getting down to 125. Right. And I, I find it, well, I'm sure people, a lot of people find it refreshing that you actually don't give a crap. You tell people whatever. You have pictures. Of yeah, I post, I, mean? I post it. I post it all. You post whatever. I'm yeah. like, man, this you got balls. Yeah, right? I do. I I will. <laughs> I will post a picture of me sitting on the ground and my loose skin from my thighs. Mm-hmm. Literally, it looks like melted butter beside me. <laughs> really, like that. But that's. But the that, and that's that's where I'm going with this whole what I've learned along the way. Yeah. Like I don't. I wanted to be that 125 pound perfect, like, look at me, I'm a model. And as as I slowly lost it and as I slowly realized, wow, this this is so much more, this is so much deeper than just a number, I had to learn to accept what I was. And that's not saying that I'm, I have nothing wrong with a girl who loses this much weight and says, you know what, I don't like my loose skin, I'm going to go get surgery. Damn right, girl. You happen, right. Go it's get like, that right. surgery, right? Bingo, 100%. Do if, what you want to do. If that makes you happy, yeah. you're not hurting anybody else, and no. don't hurt yourself, do, do exactly, what you like, right? Exactly, right? Like, I, I did uh, breast enhancement and mm-hmm. lift mm-hmm. as well yep. at the same time as the tummy. Now, if I could afford it right now, would I go get my a butt lift and a thigh lift and arms? I probably would. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Yep. That's my body. Right. I'm not being vain. No. I'm I'm and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that I have to do it because if I don't do it then I don't look good. That's not why it's right. It's you're just saying if I that. feel like doing it and I want to do it then I'm gonna do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. Right. It's exactly. not like I, it's not gonna. My life isn't gonna end whether I do it or don't. Do no. It. Am I gonna do it right now when I can't afford it? No. Right. Because I need to feed my kids and exactly. that's what's important. Exactly right. But if there was a time in my life when I could afford it, would I do it? Yes. Right. right? And do I if I if I want to go get. Botox because I've got wrink- more more wrinkles than most thirty year old because of the weight loss. I do it right. I mm-hmm. get fillers and I talk about that mm-hmm. because of the weight loss. I had really a lot of hollowing underneath my cheekbones. Is that right? Yeah. So in the last year, I've gotten a bit of fillers. 
it's been a total game changer. Look at a picture of me from last year. I posted it not long ago. I was a lot. It must older. be strange all the things that you found out that, you know, obviously you lose the weight, which is great and all that kind of stuff. But now it causes different things that you didn't even know would exist. Exactly. It's like right? what is going on yeah. here? Yeah. Right. When I was sitting in that skin clinic and they said, "Listen, like when you look at your pictures when you were two hundred seventy-five pounds, you had high cheekbones and it sat nice, right? You mm-hmm. lose that fat. When you lose so much fat, mm-hmm. it can actually age you. Wow. Unfortunately. Crazy. Yeah. Right? I never guessed that. Yeah, it's I. I mean, you think like, oh, I lost all this weight, it's so awesome. But there, there's definitely some downfalls. Mm. I've learned to live with them though, and that's that's what's happened over these last few years is just me being like, if I can, if I can sit there, put my story out there on Instagram, not give a crap, be super real, open, raw, honest. Maybe I can help a couple more people, mm-hmm. even if I just reach one person and mm-hmm. help them and change their lives. Then I feel like I've done my job. So what's your end game now? What do you want to do now? Well, I would say there was la- there was a point. It was last year I started working with a bodybuilder in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um, I and I was starting to prep because I thought I want to get on stage. Mm-hmm. I want to be that girl that even with her loose skin, stretch marks, and cellulite, still gets up on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I place last. Mm-hmm. I did it right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm still. I, I started. And I just kind of got, I, I had a couple of setbacks and I wasn't able to do it. But I still feel like maybe that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe for my 35th birthday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because. Still a baby. 35. Yeah. Well, I'm 33 right now. Really? So maybe in a couple of years, maybe Kid. that's something that I'll do. Yeah. I don't know. When did you start? You, you said you train people. You're a trainer now. Yeah. So then that came along with this too. Mm-hmm. As I started realizing what my Instagram was doing for people, how many people is inspiring, right? Especially thought, since you're giving advice, you're, you must be talking to people about all sorts of aspects of fitness. Like, you know what? Just do it. Yeah. Right. And I might as well get into it. Well, and do it. right. Because my story is what was, it was a selling feature pretty much. Right. Like, oh my gosh, if that girl can do that, I want to do what she did. Right. So I realized I need to inspire people. I need to help people. I want to help people. And I got to be informed. The same way I informed myself, I actually got to be informed and yeah. educated to give them proper advice. Exactly. So I went to Camp at Pro when I lived in Ontario. I took a course, became a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I took a, it's not a nutritionist, but Camp at Pro has a um, nutrition coach course so i took that and now i have that to back me up so when i'm teaching people what i did i'm still and you know what you can get into the nutrition industry and everybody's got a different way 100 percent. and sometimes you know there is there is a general nutrition where people have to figure your own body out what worked for you may not work for him you know what i mean so you kind of got to tweak the whole thing and you do Right. Yes, I was just talking with a girlfriend how, you know, you've got all, you've got all these top dogs who teach nutrition and fitness, right? Mm-hmm. And she was saying, I'm I want to create a plan who t- that takes the best out of everybody's. Like you've got Tony Robbins, you've got this guy, that guy, everybody. Like customize it for the person. Yeah, and but you take the, the best of everybody's approach, right? right? And then you you take it to your client and you figure out what's the best approach for them. Right. Not one approach is going to work for them. Bingo. A hundred different approaches. Is and they, not, work. they may not buy into a certain approach. Well, no, right. Exactly. So they may, you know, here's a certain approach and they just don't like that. Yeah. Like for whatever reason, well, for sure. let's go with this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So kind of customize, customize it in every way for, for somebody, right? For their own needs, their own lifestyle. What, what do they want? What's their end game? Right. Right. And what's going to motivate them. Yes, right? exactly. Keep them motivated. And that's where kind of like a life coach comes into play too. I'm not a certified life coach, but I feel like part of my style is kind of life coaching. And like I said earlier, I'm not taking people that are ready to get on stage to do, go do a bodybuilding competition. That's not me. I am like, I don't look overly, I look like I'm in shape, Mm -hmm. but I don't look like I'm ripped, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just, I'm just a normal person. And, but 
I'm I'm reaching those people who are pretty much my before pictures. Mm-hmm. That's where they are, somewhere mm-hmm. in between there. And they they I feel like a lot of people, um, they're more comfortable with me. I'm a little less intimidating than some trainers, right? Mm-hmm. And that's natural, right? Like, mm-hmm. but if I'm gonna want to get on stage, who am I gonna pick? That girl that looks like she was on stage, or am I gonna pick me, right? Right, but some that's a misconception too. Sometimes people think just because that guy looks like that, that he can get you there. Oh, yeah, and n- not I mean? all of them can. No, no. You got to still look at their their past clients and stuff like that. 100%. Just because my body, you know, I well, my brother, for instance, he's, when we were growing up, he was super lean, very ripped. Like, I don't even know how he stayed in the shape. And it was just because, like, genetically, he was just, like, gifted. Gifted. But <laughs> if he was going to train somebody, like, he... Just because he, he looked like know. he didn't know a thing. Yeah, well, exactly. He could eat a Big Mac and it wouldn't have, it, like, yeah. didn't matter. And, and he's still that way, like, yes. present day where he's almost 50 and he's still the same way, which is strange. So people sometimes think just because you look a certain way that you know how to get everybody Yeah, that exactly. Way, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I took this approach and I was like, I need to be a trainer. And that's kind of where I went with that. Mm-hmm. And my story is my... My, I don't even want to say selling features. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. I'm well, just trying to help people. So uh, yeah. whoever, you know, it's, it's going to bring you closer to those who need that kind of yeah. thing. And trust me, I don't get rich off this. I mean, I, I am nowhere near. <laughs> Look at this. Listen, I'm not new. <laughs> I do this yeah. because it's my passion. Right. Right. So right now when I move back to, I obviously moving back to Winnipeg a year and a half ago, I lost a lot of clients because that's where I kind of created myself in Ontario. Right. right? So it's been a, a rough year, but I'm. I'm now at that point where I'm known in Winnipeg. People know me. People are reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching um, at a gym just outside of Winnipeg. I do classes there. I've, you know, people are, I've got people coming coming at me left, right, and center like, oh, we want you to teach our classes. We, we want you. We want you. And that's group fitness is kind of the bigger approach that I'm taking right now. Mm-hmm. I like classes. Mm-hmm. I love teaching. Right, well, you get to, you get to reach more people at once than just yes. one-on-one. Yes, Like one-on-one is great, but yeah. again, it's kind of nice to have a, a group that is kind of in the same mindset. Yeah. And everybody just hits it at the same time. Yeah. Someone falls off, you kind of help them out, yeah. and it's just kind of a nice big group thing, right? Well, and the one-on-one, I'm kind of standing with them as they do it, right? Mm-hmm. Showing them their moves. Whereas I'd say group fitness, I kind of join in with them, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm yelling, and I'm right on, and I'm, you know, it's a, it's a you're a motivator. Mm-hmm. You're like a, not a motivational speaker, you're like a motivational Doer. Doer, exactly. Right? I'm like, doing it with you, so yeah, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Because right? when you're teaching 20 people, you stand in front of them and you, you show them what to do. Right. You teach one person, you don't really do it with them. Right. You watch them do right. it, right? And correct every single thing. Right. Don't get me wrong, still love my personal training. Right, but it's not as it's not as inspiring for the trainer. No, it's, right? yeah. You're, like, you're inspiring the person, and which is great, but sometimes when you're in a group, the group inspires you back. Yeah, they do, exactly. Right. They are my motivation. Like People say, what motivates me? me what's motivating me right now is my classes you can go on my instagram you can see uh, i take little snippets of my class all day and i put them on my storyline i am i'm a clown are you on instagram you post (laughs) (laughs) 20 20 times a day (laughs) well how do you do that my friend the other day my friend the other day you know you've got your storyline on instagram not not your main page but at the top where you click your name and that's your little 24-hour snippets right well, my friend goes on. And you have a lot. And like he's you. like, I didn't have an hour to watch. <laughs> you didn't have a ton there. I'm like, okay, here's one thing. And another. I'm like, how does she have time to film over post this stuff? Right? It's crazy. I know, right? Like, I did. <laughs> okay. It's my job. I'm always telling people, stop making fun. My dad makes fun of me all the time. 
<laughs> so oh, sorry, I said to you, hey, you're singing in the car. It's not so bad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm a clown. I've 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 like, it's almost like you you need to like create yourself on Instagram. And you I do. didn't I didn't get forty two thousand followers from posting once a day. Right. I'm I created myself. I'm someone that people. And I'm, I don't want to sound like hot-headed because I'm not like that at all. But I'm like I'm someone that people are like almost addicted to going and watching. Why do Why do ten thousand people those little snippets? Like I'll have up to ten thousand views sometimes. Shut up. Why do ten thousand people want to watch me singing in a car? Right. But it's because it's like I'm, it's like reality TV. That's right. what I've created well, for I just myself. Want to see a regular person. An ordinary person doing extraordinary things. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I don't really think I'm extraordinary. No, no, no dude, seriously, right? It 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 it's hard. it's it takes a big person, and you're five two, <laughs> to do certain things and yeah. actually keep it going. You yeah. know what I mean? Like actually, losing the weight is one thing, but were you ever afraid of going back to how you? Absolutely were? terrified. Was, did that motivate you to stay to to keep training? To keep going, yeah. Like too much, or um, how do you get the balance of? That's yeah. I've I've had and I've had times where you'll see me kind of fall off my Instagram, and it's because I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I've got things in life, right? Like I'm I'm a normal person. I've got I've had many things in the last five years happen to me mm-hmm. where I've had to pull back, and then I kind of go back all in, and then I'm kind of back out. And I've had anxiety, and I talk about that. You'll see that there so was you feel anxiety when okay, you got these followers, and now these followers want to you know they want to see you and they want to follow your progress and sometimes maybe the progress I just don't feel like doing it today and the pressure of actually posting something new yes is yep. daunting and I used to be like every day this time gonna post right and so now you'll see on my main page sometimes I won't post for a few days mm-hmm. and I've realized that that's what we need to do as Instagrammers or bloggers we need to pull back and we need to make sure that we are okay too right. so sometimes if I don't feel like posting for a few days I won't just like the person who's following me. If they don't want to watch it for a few days, they don't. They don't. Exactly. Right. And I realized that I used to think like, if I don't do this, I'm not going to gain 5,000 followers this weekend. Then what's going to happen, right? Or I'm going to lose 500 followers if I don't yeah, keep that up. Could, that could go on and on. And that's not true. Sometimes if I don't post for a few days, it actually seems like people are more eager to mm-hmm. see what I do post. I mm-hmm. get better engagement. Mm. Yeah. Is it hard to figure out the whole social media thing? No, because I kind of grew with it, mm-hmm. right? When I started. Right, when you decided to do it, that's when all these things really kind of started. Right. Yeah, like Instagram was very rare when I started. Mm-hmm. It was like a very new kind of, Facebook was the big thing. Right. And then it was like, okay, well, now after the Mar- Marilyn Dennis show, now I need to go back over to Instagram because I'm getting a lot of people that want to see my stuff. And that's kind of when Instagram took off. And then, yeah, I just kind of, I it, I was, it, you know, younger generation. I kind of knew social media. It grew with me. I grew with it, type thing. Kind of vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I just caught on and I, um, I, I love, I, I guess I, you could kind of say I feed off of my page. My page is like my show. Mm-hmm. Right? It is because it gives you everything that you need to, to create a show. Yeah. You can post up pictures and now you can do the video. People can message you. You can talk to them. Yeah. Like every aspect of, of communication. It does, and your phone is like this powerful mini computer that fits in your pocket. Exactly. Right? Right? You can I get to take my life with me, my bizarre. my life, my job, my future. Like you know, because where is this going to take me? I still feel like, I still feel like someday, down the road, maybe in the future, maybe soon. I don't know. I don't know when. But there's an opportunity. Th- there's for you. something I right. do. I honestly, one hundred percent. I was just telling my dad this the other day, and he always says, you know. 
don't give up. Because there was about, I would say about six months ago, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get a job at Tim Hortons because... I'm not picking, I'm not grasping enough clients right now. I, I, like I was, I'm, I was getting stuck, right? And he's like, Desiree, just relax, it'll come. And then that's when in the last, I would say in the last month, so many more people are asking me to teach classes and I've been filling in for some corporate jobs and like, I'm like, I'm growing now, right? And my dad's right, like, All that work, he, he knows, all that work yeah. is not for nothing. No, so it'll I mean, come right. somewhere. Right. Don't, 100%. yeah, don't sell yourself short. It's creating an opportunity short. for you that you yeah. don't even know exists. Yeah. But you just got to keep staying the course. Yeah. It's there. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's there. It's coming. He's your motivator. My dad? He is. Yeah, he's, my dad's a good guy. I think you might actually know him. What's his name? Steve Hunt Massage. He owns the Fat Iguana, Chef Kitchen. The Fat Iguana? Yeah. What's that? So he's, he just created um, a, um, he's a, he, Steve Hunt was a big chef in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. Like, worked at 529 Wellington. He's worked at some of the biggest places. He cooked for the Junos when they came here years ago. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, he's my next guest. Yes, honestly. Actually, I was going to ask you about that later because, so he got got out of that, went into real estate because he was like, you know, he just wasn't making money. And it's it's a tough life too, right? Yes, it is. He was never home. Yeah. He was always cooking, always in the kitchen. He worked at Larder's. He worked at 529 Wellington. Dude, and it's a grind. Oh, yeah. He was just, he was overwhelmed. He would come home and cook us hot dogs because right which is, which is funny right <laughs> what? what does the chef eat he's not eating half the glamorous things that that he makes because no. he's just too tired he just needs to eat i remember my first boyfriend when i was like 18 that yeah. i finally brought home i was like oh you know my daddy works at i don't even know where he was working at that point but it was someone that come really, over for dinner he, mac and cheese it was a <laughs> hot dog <What? laughs> and that was like that was a serious boyfriend too and i was yeah. like uh, did you seriously here. just cook him a freaking hot dog? <laughs> Worst thing like ever. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. This is not a win situation. <laughs> I know how to get rid of this yeah. kid. There you go, man. It's but yeah, hot dogs. He is a very motivating guy. He is very business oriented. He has always, he's been huge behind this yep. for me. He's always pushed me in the right direction yeah. in this. Yeah, I want to talk to that guy. Yeah, you sure. need to. You would. Yeah, yeah. And just so you know, this is not the last time we're talking. Good. I'd right. like to keep going. I'd like to make it a regular thing. Okay. <laughs> Desiree, <laughs> thank you for coming to the main ingredient. Thanks for having me. It was awesome. This isn't going to be the last time, right? No. We're going to revisit this a few oh, times. Oh, absolutely. There's so many topics. topics that we can hit. 100%. Good. Good. Thanks, buddy. Perfect. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And let's cross our fingers it doesn't snow. I'll talk to you next week here on a brand spanking new episode of The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.